Blog Talk Radio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Emperor Wears No Clothes, the first episode. I'm sitting here in the theater in uh, North Hollywood, and it's completely emptied right now. And uh, we're getting some of the show setups because it doesn't officially begin until 11, but we have a two-hour little segment here. So what we're going to do is uh, figure out a way to uh, interview some good people, get some things going. Uh, let's see, uh, right now what we're doing is, well, what I'm doing is setting up the broadcasting studio so that uh, we can get this going out to the people out there up and beyond in the far off land because uh, that's important because people need to be able to see what's going on here. This place, it's amazing. Cannabis legalization is happening right now all around us. And as we're bringing together different groups to support the movement, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, it's just how much more wonderful of a world do we live in where people coming together and making things just rock and roll. Because that's the whole point of the world is we got to make it rock and roll. Because if we're not making it rock and roll, then we're not really doing anything, you know? We're just letting, letting the world just sit there. we got to rock it. Nice, okay. That guy's connected there. Things need to get level up. Ladies and gentlemen, because sometimes you don't know how uh, everything's supposed to go together. So you got to plug it in, plug it in, level it up, make it happen one way or the other. Especially when things are working how they're supposed to. Because that's sometimes the more difficult thing. Because you're like, will you plug in and will you work properly? Or will you work properly? Or will you, you know... (laughs) It's all supposed to work properly the right time, right? Legalization has been a struggle, and we've been uh, working with that for a long time. There's a lot of groups that really made it difficult for cannabis to stay around. All right. Oh, here we go. Flip this over this way. Oh. That's why it's so awesome to have skills to get things going, ladies and gentlemen, because you've got to figure it out one way or the other, like how to make what we need happen, happen. It's not always going to do that. So I've got to figure out some kind of music thing, um, music, music devices, music devices. <laughs> Right? That's not streaming yet. Uh, let's, uh, I, I do have the answer, actually. See, sometimes the answer is closer than you think. Just got to hold on a second and, and, and just figure it out. Because making things happen. Okay. 
Because the world's a beautiful place. That it is. And getting everyone together, hurting all the people, it's not always the simplest. simplest. We're going to try a little of the... Oh, it's going to work. See if it comes through, ladies and gentlemen. All right. I'm going to keep working on this uh, electron. We'll be right back. Yeah. Emperor Wears No Clothes, Episode 1. Take you home, but I'm not 
Train, and I see the news faded as night 
Bobby thumbed a diesel down just before it rained. They rode us all the way to New Orleans. I pulled my harpoon out of my dirty red bandana. I sang soft while Bobby sang the blues. When she walked for serpentine, I told Bobby sang the We sang every song in that avenue. I can't come on. I'm a dog, 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 I'm
was crafted from cannabis. Additionally, the ship's charts, maps, logs, and Bibles were made from paper containing hemp fiber from the time of Columbus, 15th century, until the early 1900s in the Western European American world, and by the time age in the first century AD. Hemp paper lasted 50 to 100 times longer than most preparations of papyrus, and was 100 times easier and cheaper food. George Washington and Thomas Jefferson grew cannabis on their plantations. Jefferson, while on board France, went to great expense and even considerable risk to himself and his secret agents to procure particularly good hemp seeds smuggled illegally into Turkey from China. The Chinese mandarins so valued their hemp seeds that they made its exportation a capital offense. When hemp, they cured Bush's life. One more example of the importance of hemp. Five years after cannabis hemp was outlawed in 1937, it was promptly reintroduced for the World War II effort in 1942. So when the young pilot, George Bush, Sr., bailed out of his burning airplane after a battle of the Pacific little bit of parts of the aircraft engines were lubricated with cannabis hemp seed oil. 100% of his life-saving parachute weapon was made from U.S.-grown cannabis hemp. Virtually all of the rigging and ropes of the ship that pulled him in were made of cannabis hemp. The fire roses on the ship, as were those in the schools they went to, were woven from cannabis hemp. And finally, as young George Bush stood safely on the deck his shoes, durable stitching, was of canvas hemp. As it is in all good leather and military shoes, this very day. Yet Bush has spent a good deal of his career eradicating the cannabis plant and enforcing laws to make certain that no one will learn this information, possibly even himself. Textiles and fabrics. Until the 1820s in America, and until the 20th century in most of the rest of the world, 80% of all textiles and fabric, and even our flag, old glory, were principally made from fibers of cannabis. For hundreds, if not thousands of years, until the 1830s, Ireland made the finest linen, and Italy made the world's finest cloth for clothing with them. Although these facts have been almost forgotten, our forebearers were well aware that hemp is softer than cotton, warmer than cotton, more water absorbent than cotton, and has three times the 10,000 strength of cotton and is many times more durable than cotton. In fact, with the patriotic real-life 1776 mothers of our present-day blue blood daughters of the American Revolution, organized the spinning bees to close Washington soldiers, the majority of the thread was spun from hemp fibers. Were it not for the historically forgotten and currently disparaged marijuana plants, the Continental Army would have frozen to death at Valley Forge, Pennsylvania. The Chinese character Ma was the earliest name for him. By the 10th century AD, Ma had become the generic term for fibers of all kinds, including jute and rainy. By then, the word for hemp had become Tai Ma, or Dai Ma, meaning great hemp. Soil is the foundational building block of our lives. We must care for, nurture, and protect this ability to provide for us. Unfortunately, vast bands of farmable land lay lifeless 
because of industry negligence to care for our resource, our community now has the ability to powerfully move life and structure back into these once thick and dying soils in just seven months. Fiber and small paper. The first draft of the Declaration of Independence, June 28, 1776, was written on Dutch hemp paper, as was the second draft, completed on July 2, 1776. Until 1883, from 75 to 90% of all paper in the world was made with cannabis hemp fiber, including that from books, Bibles, maps, paper money, stocks and bonds, newspapers, etc. The Gutenberg Bible in the 15th century and Bibles from the 16th and 17th century, Thomas Paine's pamphlet, The Rights of Man, The Common Sense, The Age of Reason, and the work of Fitzhugh Ludlow, Mark Twain, Victor Hugo, Alexander Dumas, Lewis Carroll's Alice in Wonderland, and just about everything else was printed on hemp paper. Benjamin Franklin started one of America's first paper mills for cannabis. This allowed America to have a free colonial press without having to beg or justify the need for paper and books from England. Nope, flying and quarries. Virtually every city and town in the world had an industry making hemp rope. Russia, however, was the world's largest producer and Dutch quality manufacturer, supplying 80% of the Western world's hemp from 1640 until 1940. Also, our canvases. The paintings of Van Gogh, Gainsborough, and Rembrandt were primarily painted on hand canvas, as were practically all canvas paintings. A strong lustrous fiber, hand withstands heat, mildew, insects, and is not damaged by light. All paintings on hand, or flat canvas, have stayed in fine conditions for centuries. Paints and varnishes. For thousands of years, virtually all good paints and varnishes were made with hemp seed oil and or linseed oil. For instance, in 1935 alone, 116 million pounds of hemp seeds were used in America just for paint and varnish. Cannabis hemp was legal tender in most of the Americas from 1631 until the early 1800s. Why? To encourage American farmers to grow more. You could pay your taxes with cannabis hemp throughout America for over 200 years. You could even be jailed in America for not growing cannabis during several periods of shortage. Lighting oils. Until about 1800, hemp seed oil was the most consumed lighting oil in America and the world. From then until the 1870s, it was the second most consumed lighting oil, exceeded only by whale oil. Biomass energy. Amongst the thousands of products in the one of the most extraordinary is in the voice of Tom, who in 
parallel the enormous growth of the use of Indian cannabis medicine. In the 20th century, cannabis research has demonstrated therapeutic value and complete safety in treating many health problems, including asthma, glaucoma, nausea, tumors, epilepsy, infections, stress, migraines, anorexia, depression, rheumatism, arthritis, Alzheimer's disease, and herpes. Well, Jack, today would be a good day to ask your doctor about reefer. And Jack said, ask your doctor about reefer today? You are right. If you or someone you know suffers from a debilitating medical condition such as AIDS, anorexia, cancer, anxiety, chronic pain, diabetes, high blood pressure, insomnia, or other chronic medical conditions, please ask your doctor about reefer today. Paid for by decriminalization of marijuana. So you guys join Jack and I and ask your doctor about reefer today. I only count it in the world, let's say the world, and do a whole lot to make your health a whole lot better. Yo, ask your doctor about reefer today, and you can go ahead and get the pain away. Brought to you by the Citizen for Decriminalization of Marijuana. The therapeutic uses of cannabis. There are more than 60 therapeutic compounds in cannabis that are healing agents in medical and herbal treatments. The primary one is THC. On November 5, 1996, 56% of California citizens voted for the California Compassionate Act, the Medical Marijuana Initiative, ending all legal states' efforts to keep marijuana from being used as a medicine by California citizens. For the overwhelming majority of people, cannabis has demonstrated literally hundreds of therapeutic uses, among them, Asthma. More than 15 million Americans are affected by asthma. Smoking cannabis, the world's drug is that AMA called it, would be beneficial for 80% of them. Today, of the 16 million American asthma sufferers, only Californians with a doctor's recommendation can legally grow and use cannabis medicine, even though it is generally the most effective treatment for asthma. Cannabis is beneficial for 60% of all epileptics. It is the best treatment for many types of epilepsy and victims post-seizure mental trauma. Cannabis extract is more effective than dilantin, a common anti-epileptic with severe side effects. Hooray. With 400,000 packets of greenhouse seeds sold this year, an estimated 3 million plants were grown, therefore playing a significant role in helping to reduce the levels of greenhouse gases in our atmosphere. Greenhouse customers offset carbon emissions by planting feminized seeds. Greenhouse Seeds is a leader in the cannabis industry and is committed to creating awareness about the importance of cannabis for our environment. Food oils and protein. Hemp seed was regularly used in porridge, soups, and gruels by virtually all the people of the world up until this century. Monks were required to eat hemp seed dishes three times a day, to leave their clothes from it, and to print their Bibles on the paper-based fiber. Hemp seed can be pressed for its highly nutritious vegetable oil, which contains the highest amount of essential fatty acids in the plant kingdom. These essential oils are responsible for our immune responses and clear the arteries of cholesterol and plaque. The byproduct of pressing the oil from the seed is the highest quality protein seed cake. It can be sprouted, molded, or ground and baked into cakes, breads, and casseroles. Marijuana seed protein is one of mankind's finest 
most complete and available to the body, vegetable proteins. Hampshire was until the 1937 prohibition law, it was number one bird sheet. It was wild and domestic birds. It was a favorite of any food on the planet. Four million pounds of hand sheets were somewhere for sold until retail in the US in 1937. Building materials and housing. Because one acre of hemp produces as much cellulose fiber and pulp as 4.1 acre trees, hemp is the perfect material to replace trees for pressed board, particle board, and for concrete construction molds. So we can envision a house of the future built, plumbed, painted, and furnished with the world's number one renewable resource. Now get to item 12, which is the smoking, leisure, and creativity. Well, as you've noticed in my wonderful acting skills, no more have to touch because I have got myself in a creative mood. <laughs> oh, the American Declaration of Independence recognizes the unalienable right of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Many artists and writers <laughs> use cannabis for creative stimulation from the writers of the world's religious masterpieces to our most irreverent editors. These include Lewis Carroll and his super-smoking caterpillar in Alice in Wonderland, plus Victor Hugo and Alexander Dumas, great, great jazz artists Louis Armstrong, Cab Calloway, Duke Ellington. The pattern continues right up to this modern day. And of course, smoking marijuana only enhances creativity for some, not for others. But throughout history, various prohibition and temperance groups, if you will, have attempted and occasionally succeeded in banning the preferred relaxing substances of others, like alcohol, tobacco, or cannabis. Abraham Lincoln responded to this kind of repressive mentality in December of 1840 when he said, Prohibition goes way beyond the bounds of reason in that it, it attempts to control a man's appetite by legislation and makes Crime out of things that were not crime. Prohibition law strikes a blow at the very principle upon which our government responded, but a lot of people don't even know that. Great wars were fought to ensure the availability of hemp. For example, the primary reason for the War of 1812, fought by America against Great Britain, was access to Russian cannabis hemp. Russian hemp was also the principal reason that Napoleon our 1812 ally, and his continental systems allies invaded Russia in 1812. Hooray! 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 We hope you'll join us in our bold efforts to preserve our history, raise cannabis awareness, and end the prohibition of the natural resource that can save our planet. It's the economic stability, profit, and free trade. We all know that there is a lot of profit and free trade in the marijuana. Sadly, it's being controlled by another controlled government that is using it to put us in jail instead of using it to save the country and the world we live in. Time change. We can see this unconstitutional prohibition end in our lifetimes. We contend that America's marijuana and hemp laws are like the emperor's clothes. Like tyrants and prohibitionists in the past, this emperor relies on brute force 
intimidation, fear, and a virtual police state to maintain his authoritarian, despotic reign while draining the federal treasury, dismantling all vestiges of the Bill of Rights, while imprisoning innocent souls like our friend Eddie Lepp. We cannot simply call the emperor, the U.S. government, on his and its acts of deceit and manipulation of facts. His guards, the FBI, are far too powerful. His fear of shameful discovery is so great he ceaselessly uses his power through funding much of the United Nations and the world's anti-drug crusade to buy allegiance through bribery and intimidation. Sounds like the Bush administration. (laughs) General Barry McCaffrey and now John Walters, acting as parts of the Emperor's advisors, have all upheld the fallacy of the pure fabric that only the purest may see, woven for them originally by Anslinger, DuPont, Hearst, and all their malevolent bureaucrats. Now it is co-maintained by energy, pharmaceutical, alcohol, beer companies, drug rehab professionals, drug testing, police, prison guards, and prison buildings, all with enormous financial interest and police state style money. Those American citizens who dare speak out against this tyranny often slander against drugs, adulterers, and names. Threatened with the loss of their jobs, income, family, and property. We have that Green, a little boy from the North Christian Anderson town, who, while watching the parade pass by, shouted out with the courageous and emperor wears no coat. But to your own our state, what are you going to do about it? Right to your elected officials and to the news media to help create a more conscious political leadership and favorable news coverage on marijuana and hemp. Give credit for good votes and coverage and complain about that. Register or run for office and always vote. The candidate, indeed the plant, we integrate with the slang name marijuana, will become known to future generations as it was known in past generations for millennia as the number one annually renewable, fully sustainable, non-pesticide required, most abundant source of paper, fiber, fuel, and food and medicine in the face of the earth, with more overall usage than any other known plant. In other words, cannabis hemp is the greatest plant on earth. Thank <laughs> you. 
I'm not a legalizer. I'm a medicalizer. Proposition 215, who I knew for almost 40 or 50 years, you know, being an ancient hippie, one of the diggers, 
one of the founding fathers of medical marijuana in the United States. All use is medical. I hate to have to disagree with you about your efforts to promote legalization because in my mind, that's a bunch of crap. I don't know who I'm talking to out here in Spaceland, but my name is Richard Eastman. I'm 64 years young. Next week, I'll be 65. Melissa Ballin is a dear friend of mine, and so was Jack Herrera, the Emperor of Hemp. I'm here today, and there's a few people in the audience, and, and the producer's on our way to remember our friends that are no longer with us. And there's a whole list of them. And uh, one of the problems of getting older, and my birthday is on April 29th, and I know some people thought it's a big birthday party today. And a shout out to uh, the few people that are here and the people that'll be there. My birthday is actually next week, April 29th. Dennis Perone was April 8th, and yesterday was 420. So ultimately, it's all about freeing the weed and getting the greed out of the weed and getting the greed out of Wall Street. Because for over 100 years, maybe 1,000 years, maybe 3,000 years, marijuana, well, 5,000, 10,000, 25,000 years, marijuana was a medicine and is a medicine. And it will always be a medicine. And Dennis Perone, the author of California Crew 215, who's right next to me in this photo here, this picture was taken about a year ago. And uh, it was one of the last official photos of Dennis and I. And I bought him the sunflower. And I said, remember when we were kids, Dennis, on 8th Street, wear a flower in your hair. And this is the dawning of the age of Aquarius, the age of Aquarius. Oh, give me a head of hair, a long, beautiful hair. Well, that was a shout-out to my friend Michael Butler in the play Hair, because I did the costumes for some of the characters in that play in 1969. Well, Dennis was in Vietnam, and he didn't want to kill anybody. And he was a gay man, and they put him in the mortuary, and I was just reading one of his biographies that he had to wash like 25,000 bodies. I, it, an amazing story. He probably had some helpers there or whatever. But that made him realize that he had to come back to America and work for peace, love, and freedom. And free in the weed. And when he got to San Francisco, I was already there. I'm the hippie. I'd already said I got long hair. And give me a head of hair. Well, that play is long gone. And it ain't about me and it ain't about him. But he's dead and I'm here and Jack's dead. And the producer is on her way. I think her limousine broke down a couple of blocks away, but she'll be here shortly. So I'm very grateful that uh, Dana Beal was here last uh, month, and Dana Beal is the man that started the smoking at the White House in 1970 with the Yippies, Abby Hoffman, 1968. You know, a couple of years later, they all converged at the White House at Lafayette Park, which is known as the People's Park. And they started this event that sparked smokings across America and now the world, because they have a million marijuana march coming up in May that uh, Dana Beal helped start, and it's all over the world. And my shout-out to John Toka, who ran the smoke-in for almost 30 years and who has retired. And I've been on the permit for the last 10 years, along with a lady named Kim Quiggle. Shout-out to Kim Quiggle, wherever you are, in Florida or Ohio or Washington, D.C. And I put a woman on the ballot, well, I mean, not on the ballot, on, on the permit to show America that it isn't just a boys' club. And, and it's not just a gay boys' club, because Dennis and I were happy gay men, and Harvey Melk was, too, and look what happened to him. He got shot, and Sean Penn won the Oscar. So when Melissa Ballin came up to me and said she wanted to make a movie about my life, and we call it, wow, the wonders of weed, and here she comes in the audience right now. We'll have the producer down here in a minute of The Emperor Wears No Clothes. But I said, wow, that's a great idea. And she uh, wrote three pages, and, and it's an upcoming film that uh, I will be producing along with Melissa Ballin and unnamed motion picture studios. Uh, the true story of Harvey Milk. Dennis Perone and Richard Eastman, three gay men, and one is only left. So that's what I'm here for today, to talk about how weed changed America 
with a little help from our friends. And let's have a round of applause for the producer of the film, Melissa Allen. Hemp, hemp, hooray. Duke, thanks, and a happy, hempy birthday to planet Earth and all tourists strong like bull. I'm Melissa, formerly known as White Chocolate Ballon. I'm a tourist, and this is right on Richard Eastman. You're a tourist. Yes, Aries. And shout out to my biological parents, Richard Ballin, Taurus, Rochelle Ballin, my mother, Taurus. Hi, Mama Bob. And give thanks to Mary Jane, everyone's mother, and Mother Earth. And Mother Nature. So I'm going to hand the mic over to you because I've spoken for a few minutes now, and you have arrived, and they just screened your film, and I believe they're going to screen it again. So here's Melissa Ballin. Well, stay up here with me because we have some presents. We want to thank you for your presence. And give it up for yourselves being here right now. Right now, did Jason Brodsky of Alice Toklas Network and Smoke News Radio do a freestyle yet? Or is that coming up? Uh, that sounds good. Oh, give thanks. So stay tuned. Maybe um, if you accept the challenge... Jason Brodsky. You can see on my Instagram, he freestyled in front of Pato Bantan, and I think just 10,000 of Richard Eastman's closest friends at formerly known as High Times. This is the Time magazine that just came out. On, I usually don't promote magazines, but look. Look who they put in there, Melissa. Jack and Dennis. Give thanks to the Most High. So they inspire us, and if Jason accepts the freestyle challenge hashtag i'm just here for the comments i have a few words that i want to say if would you stand on this side of me jason or what's the frame line where where is okay give thanks so the way we're going to do this because we're making it up as we go along i'm going to give him a few words and shout out to april and it's still april so this month and this freestyle is for you it's not april fool's that hemp can save the planet. So I'm going to give Jason a few words. He really does freestyle off the dome. You can listen to him every Tuesday. What time? Uh, 8 to 10 Pacific Standard Time. Smoke Rules Radio. And I'm going to be on Smoke News Radio on? And, uh, Smoke News Radio, 11 p.m. at night on Sundays. And then now the emperor wears no clothes, 10, 30, 11 Saturdays, and the Dean of Cannabis Law on uh, either Fridays or Saturdays or Thursdays, right, nine. Give thanks. Stay tuned because you never know what you're going to get. But for Sheezy, my Jay-Z over here, Jason Brodsky, J-B, no, J-S-N-B-76 on Instagram, on IG, where you can get the latest links and whatnot really does freestyle for two hours straight. You just don't know what's going to come out of his mouth or off the dome. So I'm going to give him a few words to incorporate in. It's not April Fool's that hemp can save the planet. Hemp, 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 hooray. Hemp, hemp, hooray. Richard, he's been throwing in there. Also, um, shout out to Prop 215. And Dennis Perone and Jack Herrer are an inspiration to all of us and Richard Eastman. They all reminded me that a form of activism is to run for public office. And because of that, I, Melissa Ballin, am announcing that I 
am running for governor of California. Give thanks to the most high. I need your write-in vote for the June 5th primary. Write me in, but don't write me off. And this box is a care package, care package number 465 for Team Feed a Million. This represents the 465th people to be fed with cannabis hemp. Richard Eastman, Dennis Perone, Kim Quiggle, and I have the pleasure of feeding a thousand people. Two thousand, two thousand, and four pounds or six pounds of medical marijuana on the steps of City Hall. First time in American history. Los Angeles City Hall. Occupy 2011. And we stay occupied by any creative, nonviolent means necessary. Would you hold Team Feed a Million package? Now this, I was a little late because I clicked my heels and flew in on my hemp broom from the Hazy Lizard Resort. And we're heading back here for Richard Eastman's birthday, B-E-A-R-T-H, because his real birthday isn't until the big shake. Next week, April 29th, the same day the riots were. Shout out to Rodney King. If we all can't get along, well, I'm making a movie called The Day the Earth Got Stoned. And that starts today. So hashtag get me Roger Stone. I want to know what you think about this hemp pasta being served at Hazy Lizard Ranch. And someone today, right now, right now on Alice B. Toklas Network is going to win one pound. Now, thanks to fake legalize in California, you can't actually give away a pound of cannabis hemp in California anymore unless you're a legit patient but you can give away a pound of hemp pasta so hold on to this we also have hemp seed and this is supposed to be 33 serving but I know we could eat a whole jar so we're gonna see how far does it go? And that is the first birthday present for you, Richard Eastman, to help you feed and reach our goal to feed a million. And that's children of earth. And Richard, do you have a few words to say to the children of earth? Give thanks. Is it still rolling or did it stop? Give thanks. I came in peace and I don't want to leave in pieces. Free the weed and end corporate greed. And remember, it wasn't for the bankers and the landlords. It was for the squirrels, the butterflies, the dogs and the cats, and the people that need it the most, the poor people. We need to reschedule marijuana as a medicine so it can be provided free like they do with opioids and all that other crap. Throw that out and put medical marijuana so the poor people can get it and they don't have to go to these legalization shops. And that's what Dennis and I and Jack really wanted to see happen was we wanted the government to pay for the poor people, which they've denied for so many years a medicine that heals them with 6,000 things, according to Dr. Todd Vicaria, who worked for the government and Richard Nixon. Now, we know Nixon is dead and they're all dead. And now I think we got a moment with popcorn and soda and we want to shout out to the Lambley Theaters from the pioneers of marijuana. Give thanks to the Most High and give thanks to the Lemley. Thank you so much. High five and a hemp hemp hooray for April. Uh, the first 50 to arrive every third Saturday of the month get free popcorn and a tiny corn.
cold drink. Now, there's all kinds of toppings here at the Lemley Theater for your popcorn. We can't say whether or not it's GMO, but we can say it is your right to know. Hashtag say right to know. It's your right to pop your own popcorn. That's what she said. And this, uh, Marvin Moskowitz uh, had a question, hashtag ask me anything on Instagram. He wanted to know that virgin hemp oil, is it made from or for real virgins? And this is a good uh, opportunity public service announcement here in Hollywood. We don't believe in virgins, but we do believe in genetically modified transparency and gender neutrality. So this is a shout out. This is a safe haven for gender spayed, gender neutered, and gender neutral. And shout out to the North Hollywood Valley Spay and Neuter Clinic, although we believe everyone should have the right to decide about their sterilization, which apparently LA County doesn't believe. So really know your rights. Uh, people should have the same rights that animals do. And Marvin, in answer to your question, this Karoon virgin hemp oil was pressed from hemp seed grown in the Czech Republic, which may or may not have the least amount of toxins, metals, and shenanigans in their soil. So this is a good opportunity. Mike, check. Mike, check. Mike, Check. We're about to go into the freestyle. That's a good uh, reminder. Six minutes, Dougie Fresh, you're on. No, Jason's going to give us four minutes and 20 seconds. Shout out to Dougie Fresh of Hitman. Shout out to Dr. K. Shout out to the millennials who are making the next wave of cannabis-friendly events. And shout out to Jesus, who was also a Jew like Jack Herer and used cannabis hemp. And Marvin, a lot of people don't know that, you know, everybody knows you can eat virgin hemp oil. A lot of people don't know that it does help prevent sunburns and it does help. Um, I just want to say one more thing. It does help prevent sunburns and it is also what was used in the Bible. We're cracking this open live. Shout out to our sponsor, Karun US, USA. Karun US. Um, Jesus used cannabosum in the unction. Like popcorn. So I'm going to put some on my popcorn, actually, and I'm going to put some on my third eye, like the unction. And shout out to Karun US for our care package, Karun Cares. And shout out to Richard Eastman of Team Feed a Million. Sensi Magazine for uh, Bobby Black and Sensi Magazine for doing a wonderful story on Dennis Perone and their 420 issue. And the Hemp Media Alliance, you're a part of it if you speak out against the prohibition against cannabis, hemp, marijuana. And here's some freestyling live on Alice B. Toklas network from the Lemley No Ho, because my mama didn't raise no ho. I love you, Mom. Shout out to Gertrude Stein and Alice B. Toklas. Fair trained? Oh, yeah, it's good. Uh, All right, so welcome, uh, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to uh, The Emperor Wears No Clothes, a concoction of how many publications, 20 publishing she's done? Of this, 13, okay. So that's what we're trying to have in the corner as we're broadcasting this on YouTube. Um, a fun little freestyle about the medical um, legal medical legalization. 
Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that works. Victory is the. Um, I don't know. I guess I guess on the spot. So here we go. So I'll take the shot because it's just pot, and I like to roll it. I'm not trying to push and profiteer, but you know what? We gotta steer it near. There's so much less fear about the green, so we gotta come so close. That you get to see your near what you chose. It's just a plant. It's not just some rant. It's going to open your eyes. That you know, break any kind of spies. Push the devils away in those lies. That you know that the green helps your mind fly as it goes. It dissuades your cries. Let your emotions untie. That you know that you're here to grow and flourish like the tree. What you want to believe in. The 420 is not some deceiving. It's a way for people to come together and be green. And if they'd like to smoke, it's no joke. If they like to sit back and watch others poke, yo, it's okay, bloke. We're not trying to push it in your face, but we let you know you can't chase us away when we want to go puff, puff, hey. I want to smoke more than just a beer. I don't want to get drunk as a skunk in the bars. What's going on? I don't want to get behind them cars. And a steering and a beering. Yeah, I be fearing. Who be hit? Who be nearing? So my choice of my smoke, my choice is what I like to do. And I'll smoke this fatty straight for you, to you and her and him and them. But you know what? That legalization ain't no pretend. There's people in the cement pen, and we got to break them free. So we got to make amends, go straight to Washington, D.C., and they're going to stand for you and me while, we, while the, everybody else just sits back and relax, presses their play button, and smokes their fat, fat tea. But what you going to legalize, see? Gonna help and break all the cries see, around the world, the legalized in your eyes. So I, uh, you guys listen to that Smoke Rules radio too. Something I, I, uh, I, I just bust flow. I don't flow for two hours. I flow for like 20 minutes to 40 minutes sometimes. It's hard to come up with that much content. Um, also, uh, this is one of the. Uh, the trial runs of the on the spot broadcasting network that's going to go completely backpack. And we got the Melissa Balin's Emperor Wears No Clothes coming down. We got Richard Eastman pulling in and whatever this fella does. If I can get a camera and a mic on him and he press record whenever he wants, that would be awesome. He just walks in, beep, hello, Mr. President. What are you guys doing? You know, who just be able to press the one button record broadcast to the people? Hello. It'd be great because there's so many people with such great knowledge and information that getting them to get on the phone, to get on the microphone, to get on a way to share what they're going through in their legalization process, and they're fighting for freedom, their medicalization, their way to let not the profiteering come in, not let all the corporations come and grab the money and up the prices and destroy the co-ops. The dispensaries that were here put together by groups of people working together, not just a small handful. They're just pocketing the money. You know, where it's families that are growing and family farms are the ones that we need to have prosper. The big giant corporate industrialization. Yeah, the compassion is so 
here we go. Well, uh, here, let me, uh, do you want to keep going? I'd like to give thanks. Do you mind holding the mic so I can give thanks to you? Give thanks to the Most High. Can we give it up for Jason Brodsky? Let them know where they can find you on social media and in real life. I am in back alleys and out your bathroom window in real life. So just really need me just knock. Hello. Yeah, what's up? Thanks to the Most High. So everybody here right now, right now, and everybody at home, you have a chance to win. So we want to let you know we're doing a few things. We want to shout out Dana Beal, hashtag not guilty. We want to let everyone know. Can I do my shout outs while I'm remembering? Give thanks to the LA Weekly for mentioning us. Jack Harris, Emperor Wears No Clothes, every third Saturday of the month. And now you can put that down and hold up our sponsor that we really care about. Richard Eastman, who will be signing five of these for the Committee of Five for a $20 donation. And will you hold this? This is our piggy bank, and it's not spam. Will you show them at home? But we have one of these because it's not spam to do activism. It's not spam to ask for donations. I think it's spam to ask for political donations when there are children hungry. So as Melissa Ballin for governor, I will not be raising any funds. I ask you to give all your funds to No Kid Hungry and feed yourself. But for Richard Eastman, I give you this. It's a piggy bank for the chump change that these wealthy reptilian civilians who are making money off of the backs of those and the shoulders of those who stood before us, you can put your pennies in here. I've got two cents for you, Richard Eastman, but I've got more than that. Will you hold my band leader baton? I'm going to take the shirt off of my back because I put the money where my mouth is, and this is hemp, shout out to Ecolution, our sponsors. But this is not hemp. This is art. Hashtag the medium is the message. Shout out to my co-director, Shepard Ferry. This logo was designed by Shepard Ferry, and you'll notice it's autographed by him. And you, can't, you can get Shepard Ferry's autograph today, but you can't get it from 2005. So I, if you'll hold this, please, I'm going to take the shirt off of my back. For the smoke-in at the White House. And this should be worth, it's only been worn once, and I did spitz a little bit on the way here to NoHo. But Richard Eastman, this online auction is for you. It should get at least keeping it 100. I'm shouting out all the little homies, Bobby Dabs, Baby Dabs, Dr. Brokeleg, Put your money where your mouth is. This is only a medium, but you really should frame it and not wear it anyway. Will you show the audience it really is signed by Shepard Ferry in 2005? And the opening bid is $50. You're not an octopus, but hashtag they call me octopussy. Hashtag mom super pichu. Shout out to the check and Hugo Talks and Triple X and to Mex and give thanks to the most high and 
Give it up for yourselves. Put your money where your mouth is. The medium is the message. And you could win this. And what does it say? I invested in a movie. And all I got was this lousy T-shirt. Wow. So you can watch Freezer Burn the Movie and Children of Earth on YouTube free, but you can't get this T-shirt for free. Put some money down for Richard Eastman's smoking at the White House. You can find out more at Smoke News Radio. Give thanks to the Most High, and you want to let them know what they can expect on 4th of July. I'm going to be there reading my poem for Dennis Perone. Give thanks. Well, this is an event started in 1970 by Dana Beal, one of the original yippies and the hippies, and it was extended for 47 years, and I've been on the permit for 10 years, so we've done a little bit of everything, Kim Quigle and I, on the permit the last few years, and this year it's dedicated to Mr. Perone for his courageous ability to change the world with peace and love, and his dearly departed Jonathan, who died of AIDS in the early 90s. And all the people that are living with AIDS today and cancer and the 6,000 illnesses that my dear friend, Dr. Todd McAria, who worked for the Schaefer Commission, which was a government agency that advised Nixon not to do what he did in 1970 when he extended the drug war. And, and it's almost up till now. And it's like, okay, basically join us at the White House on the 4th of July. It's hot and muggy. It is in the swamp. Sometimes it's thunderstorms and rain, but the sun always comes out and ultimately we're there. We have a, a, an event in Lafayette Park. It starts at high noon, the People's Park, right across the street from the White House. We have a rally. We have speakers. Dana Beal has been there the last two years with me, and he has promised me he will be there again. And ultimately, yes, it's not just about us taking the picture at 3 o'clock and marching a, a few hundred of us or a few thousand of us to the Lincoln Memorial for the all-day rock concert at the Henry Bacon Park where we have more speakers and we have the bands that have played for 30 years, the old, oldest hippie bands in Washington, D.C. And it's like a shout out to everybody that's ever been to the Smoke-In or, or wants to be there. And you can get there. You can come on plane, train, walk, but it's in Washington, D.C. And this is my 10th year, <clears throat> a decade of being kidnapped out of California to fight for your civil rights. Because marijuana is a civil right and a human right. So please join us at the 48th annual Smoking at the White House. Melissa. Give thanks to the most high. Well, let's do an Instagram uh, shout out, whoever is on Instagram. Fabian, you want to do one from your Instagram? Shout out to Rockets Photography, where you can see art and photography. Hashtag art is not a crime. We're going to do a lemon Instagram to Congress so you can play along at home. Uh, in California, we have one of the best lemon laws in the nation. If your car is uh, breaks down for the same broken thing more than three times in a row, they declare it a lemon, and you get your money back, and it's declared a lemon, and we have no such thing in Congress. They keep breaking the same thing over and over again, not fixing it, and no repercussions, no remorse. So we want to let Congress know what we think is a lemon. And I promised my mommy no more protesting after my Occupy LA experience. They felt the lady doth protest too much. So I only profess my love for my rights. I don't protest anymore. I profess. And hashtagging what I think is a lemon is my safest 
act of activism, I feel, to air my dissent, which is patriotic. Until last week when a German neighbor I had never met before called me a stupid Jew and threw a grapefruit at my head faster than the Autobahn. And I don't mean the freeway in Germany. I mean the airspace like the Audubon Society. Because here in California, almost doesn't count for horseshoes, but projectile fruit throwing almost is considered attempted assault. So this is my public service announcement that we are peaceful and throwing a fruit is potentially a crime. So please air your dissent peacefully. And while words can never hurt me, sticks and stones, you know, could be hemp sticks and build houses. But grapefruits, projectile drones, these things could really hurt us. So let's be responsible, response-able, and please tweet your concerns to Congress. Mine is hashtag prohibition is a lemon, and I heard the current uh, administration really follows my Twitter. So shout out to POTUS, which is actually the office of the president, not the actual president, because we all know every president is a puppet. And hashtag, I'm not your puppet, but shout out to the administration and everyone who really puts in work. Um, hashtag, prohibition is a lemon, and I heard they're listening, so they might hashtag, deschedule cannabis today. So give thanks. Stay tuned. We're going to have a four-minute and 20-second Q&A after this. Everyone who shares an Instagram of up to 60 seconds, copy left, because anything more is copy right, could win a prize. And silence is golden, but leave your cell phones on. Tweet, Instagram, and uh, you know me. I'm Melissa Ballin on all social media and in real life. And hashtag happy birthday, Richard Eastman, for a chance to win a $250 vape exhale vaporizer, the cleanest way to vape. Long live Jack Herer, and Eddie Lepp is free to thank to the most high. Tell everybody, hemp can save the planet, and we won't shut up. Not even for dinner. Also, exercise. What is the zone for Richard Eastman's birthday after this?
Although these facts have been almost forgotten, our forebearers were well aware that hemp is softer than cotton, warmer than cotton, more water absorbent than cotton, and has three times the tensile strength of cotton and is many times more durable than cotton. In fact, when the patriotic real-life 1776 mothers of our present-day blue-blood daughters of the American Revolution organized the spinning bees to clothe Washington soldiers, the majority of the thread was spun from hemp fibers. Were it not for the historically forgotten and currently disparaged marijuana plant, the Continental Army would have frozen to death at Valley Forge, Pennsylvania. The Chinese character, Ma, was the earliest name for hemp. By the 10th century AD, Ma had become the generic term for fibers of all kinds, including jute and rainy. By then, the word for hemp had become Tai Ma, or Dai Ma, meaning great hemp. Soil is the foundational building block of our lives. We must care for, nurture, and protect its ability to provide for us. Unfortunately, vast bands of farmable land they like us because of industry negligence to care for our resource. Our community now has the ability to powerfully breathe life and structure back into these once thick and dying soils in just seven months. Fiber and wallpaper. The first draft of the Declaration of Independence, June 28, 1776, was written on Dutch hemp paper, as was the second draft, completed on July 2, 1776. Until 1883, from 75 to 90% of all paper in the world was made with cannabis hemp fiber, including that from books, Bibles, maps, paper money, stocks and bonds, newspapers, etc. The Gutenberg Bible in the 15th century and Bibles from the 16th and 17th century, Thomas Paine's pamphlet, The Rights of Man, The Common Sense, The Age of Reason, and the works of Fitzhugh Ludlow, Mark Twain, Victor Hugo, Alexander Dumas, Lewis Carroll's Alice in Wonderland, and just about everything else was printed on hemp paper. Benjamin Franklin started one of America's first paper mills with cannabis. This allowed America to have a free colonial press without having to beg or justify the need for paper and books from England. Virtually every city and town in the world had an industry making hemp growth. Russia, however, was the world's largest producer and best quality manufacturer supplying 80% of the Western world's hemp from 1640 until 1940. Also art canvases. The paintings of Van Gogh, Gainsborough, and Rembrandt were primarily painted on hand canvas, as were practically all canvas paintings. A strong lustrous fiber, and withstands heat, mildew, insects, and is not damaged by light. All paintings on hand, or flat canvas, have stayed in fine conditions for centuries. And for thousands of years, virtually all good paints and varnishes were made with hemp seed oil and or linseed oil. For instance, in 1935 alone, 160 million pounds of hemp seed were used in America just for paint and varnish. Cannabis hemp was legal tender in most of the Americas from 1631 until the early 1800s. Why? To encourage American farmers to grow more. You could pay your taxes with cannabis hemp throughout America for over 200 years. You could even be jailed in America for not growing cannabis during several periods of shortage. Lighting oils. Until about 1800, hemp seed oil was the most consumed lighting oil in America and the world. From then until the 1870s, it was the second most consumed lighting oil, exceeded only by whale oil. Biomass energy. Amongst the thousands of products made from hemp, one of the most extraordinary is the 
With 400,000 packets of greenhouse seeds sold this year, an estimated 3 million plants were grown, therefore playing a significant role in helping to reduce the levels of greenhouse gases in our atmosphere. Greenhouse customers offset carbon emissions by planting feminized seeds. Greenhouse Seeds is a leader in the cannabis industry and is committed to creating awareness about the importance of cannabis for our environment. Crude oils and protein. Hemp seed was regularly used in porridge, soups, and gruels by virtually all the people of the world up until this century. Monks were required to eat hemp seed dishes three times a day to lose their clothes from it and to print their Bibles on cake made with cider. Hemp seed can be pressed for its highly nutritious vegetable oil which contains the highest amount of essential fatty acids in the plant kingdom. These essential oils are responsible for our immune responses and clear the arteries of cholesterol and plaque. The byproduct of pressing the oil from the seed is the highest quality protein seed cake. It can be sprouted, malted, or ground and baked into cakes, breads, and casseroles. Marijuana seed protein is one of mankind's finest, most complete, and available to the body, vegetable proteins. Hemp seed was until 1937, prohibition law, the world's number one bird seed for both wild and domestic birds. It was their favorite of any seed food on the planet. Four million pounds of hemp seed is somewhere for sold as a retail in the U.S. in 1937. Building materials and housing. Because one acre of hemp produces as much cellulose fiber as pulp as 4.1 acre trees. Hemp is the perfect material to replace trees for pressed board, particle board, and for concrete construction molds. So we can envision a house with the future built, plumbed, painted, and furnished with the world's number one renewable resource, hemp. Another item 12, which is the smoking, leisure, and creativity. That's a question to notice in my wonderful acting skills. Many artists and writers use cannabis for creative stimulation from the writers of the world's religious masterpieces to our most irreverent peasants. These include Lewis Carroll and his super smoking caterpillar in Alice in Wonderland, plus Victor Hugo and Alexander Dumas. Great, great jazz artists Louis Armstrong, Cab Calloway, Duke Ellington. The pattern continues right up to modern day. But of course, smoking marijuana only enhances creativity for some and not for others. But throughout history, various prohibition and temperance groups, if you will, have attempted and occasionally succeeded in banning the preferred relaxing substances of others, like alcohol, tobacco, or cannabis. Abraham Lincoln responded to this kind of repressive mentality in December of 1840 when he said, Prohibition goes. Way beyond the bounds of reason and that it, it attempts to control a man's appetite by legislation and make crime out of things that are not crime. Prohibition all strikes a blow at the very principle upon which our government responded, but a lot of people don't even know that. Great wars were fought to ensure the availability of hemp. For example, the primary reason for the War of 1812 fought by America against Great Britain, was access to Russian cannabis hemp. Russian hemp was also the principal reason that Napoleon, 
1812 ally and his continental systems allies invaded Russia in 1812. Hooray! Hooray! and 420magazine.com are proud sponsors of the Jack Currently scheduled to open in 2010. Using the global reach of the internet and grassroots activism, we hope you'll join us in our bold efforts to preserve that history, raise cannabis awareness, and end the prohibition of the natural resource that can save our planet. It's the economic stability, profit, and free trade. We all know that there is a lot of profit and free trade in the marijuana. Sadly, it's being controlled by another controlled government. It is using it to put us in jail. Instead of using it to save this country and the world we live in. Time We can see this unconstitutional prohibition end in our lifetimes. We contend that America's marijuana and hemp laws are like the emperor's clothes, like tyrants and prohibitionists in the past. This emperor relies on brute force, intimidation, fear, and a virtual police state to maintain his authoritarian, despotic reign while draining the federal treasury, dismantling all vestiges of the Bill of Rights, while imprisoning innocent souls, like our friend Eddie Lev. We cannot simply call the emperor, the U.S. government, on his and its acts of deceit and manipulation of facts, his guards, the FBI, are far too powerful. His fear of shameful discovery is so great he ceaselessly uses his power through funding much of the United Nations and the world's anti-drug crusades to buy allegiance through bribery and intimidation. Sounds like the Bush administration. (laughs) General Barry McCaffrey and now John Walters, acting the parts of the Emperor's advisors, have all upheld the fallacy of the pure fabric that only the purists may see, woven for them originally by Anslinger, DuPont, Hearst, and all their malevolent bureaucrats. Now it is co-maintained by energy, pharmaceutical, alcohol, beer companies, drug rehab professionals, drug testing, police, prison guards, and prison builders, all with enormous financial and police states. Those American citizens who dare speak out against this tyranny are often slandered as drugs, adulterers, and they threatened with the loss of their jobs, food, and fans of the department. We that choir great, a little boy from North Christian Anderson, who, while watching the parade back, shouted out with the courageous and the emperor wears no But to your own eyes, what are you going to do? Right here, our elected officials and through the news media to help create a more conscious political leadership and favorable news coverage on marijuana and hemp. Give credit for good votes and coverage and complain about that. Register or run for office and always vote. The cannabis hemp, indeed the plant, we denigrate with the slang name marijuana, will become known to future generations as it was known in past generations for millennia as the number one annually renewable, fully sustainable, non-pesticide required, most abundant source of paper, fiber, fuel, and tools and medicine in the face of the earth, with more overall use than any other known plant. In other words, cannabis hemp is the greatest plant on earth.
but wear hemp suits with buzzed hair and are advocating and propagating and resuscitating the truth about hemp. Now, there are those who don't smoke and some who don't even vote, some who don't even get high, but that wouldn't be I. There are few who can't see that someone's granny has the right to medicate and live free. So give thanks to the most high, whether you exercise your right to get high or stay sober. Prohibition is so over. We've got one more minute, so please tweet your friends so this madness can end. It's not April Fool's that hemp can save the planet. Compassion is more than a code word for weed, it's compassion and care for suffering and more than in words, in deeds. So indeed, give thanks for yourselves. I'm Melissa, formerly known as White Chocolate Val, and you can tweet me, retweet me at artbyladydada. Peep me, but don't write me off. And what's that? Free the, Free the weed and end corporate greed and meet me at the White House on July 4th, 2018 for the 48th annual Smoking at the White House. We are peaceful, but I don't know about those guys. Give thanks to the Lemley. Give thanks to Smoke Rules, Smoke News. Hemp, hemp, hooray! Smoke, hooray!